0: Chapter 36 of The Way of Perfection. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulet. The Way of Perfection by Saint Teresa of Avila. Translated by the Reverend John Dalton. Chapter 36 She explains the words, Forgive us our trespasses, etc. Our good master, seeing then, that with this celestial food all things become easy to us, unless it happen otherwise by our own fault, and that we may very easily perform what we have promised the Father in order that his will may be done in us, now beseeches him that he would forgive us our trespasses, since we forgive others. And so proceeding in his prayer, he uses these words, And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. Observe, sisters, he does not say, As we shall forgive, that we may understand whoever asks for so great a gift as the preceding is, and whoever has already resigned his will to God's will, must have done this duty already. And therefore, he says, As we forgive them. Hence, whoever truly says these words to our Lord, thy will be done, ought to have done it all, at least in his resolution. You see here how the saints rejoiced at injuries and persecutions, because in forgiving them they had something to present to God when they prayed to him. But what shall a poor wretch as I do, who have so little to forgive, and so much to be forgiven me? O my Lord! if there be any to keep me company, and who never yet understood this point, if there be any such, in your name I beseech them to remember this, and to make no account of certain trifles which they call injuries. For, like children, we seem to build houses of straw, by taking notice of these punctilios of honor. Would, sisters, that we understood what a thing honor is, and in what the loss of it consists, i speak not of you now since it would be a great shame not yet to have understood this but of myself when i look back upon the time in which i valued honour so much not knowing what it was and following the example of the multitude oh at how many things was i displeased of which i am now ashamed and yet i was not one of those that paid much regard to these things but I stood not on the main point of honor, because I did not care for the honor which brings some advantage with it. This is the honor which benefits the soul. Oh, how true are the words. Honor and profit cannot stand together. I know not whether he spoke the words exactly in this way, yet it is quite true to say, that the soul's profit and honor can never agree together. It is astonishing to see in what opposite ways the world goes on. Blessed be God, who has brought us out of it. May his majesty grant that it may be always as far, as it is now, from this house. God deliver us from the monasteries where points of honor are observed. In such there will never be much honor given to God. But take notice, sisters, that the devil does not forget us. He likewise contrives honors for monasteries, and settles his laws for their rising and falling indignities like those of the world. And they place their honor in certain trifling matters, at which I am astonished. The learned must go according to their learning. This I do not understand. Viz., that he who has got so far as to read divinity, must not condescend to read philosophy. For this is a point of honor, which honor consists in ascending and not descending and even in his own judgment, if it were enjoined him under obedience, he would consider it an affront, and find some to defend him and say, it is an injury. And immediately the devil discovers reasons, that even in the law of God, there seems to be some ground for it. Even among the nuns, she that has been prioress must be thought unfit for any other inferior office. The senior must be considered, and this we never forget and sometimes it seems that we deserve merit, because the order enjoins it. This is a matter only fit to be laughed at, or rather deplored. I know the order does not forbid our having humility. It commands this for preserving good order. But I am not to be so strict in this respect, in things concerning my own reputation, so as to take as much care of this point of order, as of other things relating to it, which perhaps i observe very imperfectly let not all our perfection consist in observing this others will mind it for me if i be careless and in such a case since we are inclined to ascend higher even though we should thereby lose our ascent to heaven it seems we must not think of descending o my lord are you not our pattern and example certainly you are now wherein did your honour consist o honoured master did you not in reality lose it by being humbled even to death no lord but you gained it for us all o for the love of god sisters consider how much we shall lose our way if we follow this road since from the beginning it is the wrong one and god grant no soul may perish for observing these miserable points of honour WITHOUT CONSIDERING IN WHAT HONOR CONSISTS. lest AFTERWARDS WE COME TO IMAGINE THAT WE HAVE DONE A GREAT DEAL, IF WE FORGIVE SOME LITTLE TRIFLE OF THIS KIND, WHICH WAS NEITHER AN AFFRONT, NOR AN INJURY, NOR ANYTHING. AND LIKE ONE WHO HAS DONE SOME EXTRAORDINARY ACTION, WE COME AND BEG OF GOD TO FORGIVE US, SINCE WE HAVE FORGIVEN OTHERS. MAKE US UNDERSTAND, O MY GOD, THAT WE KNOW NOT OURSELVES, AND THAT WE COME WITH EMPTY HANDS, and do you, in your mercy, pardon us. But how highly must God here value our loving one another, since our good Jesus might have proposed other things to his Father, and have said, Forgive us, O Lord, because we do great penances, or because we pray and fast much, and have left all things for you, and because we love you exceedingly, because we would lose our lives for you many other things of the like nature i could mention and yet our lord only said as we forgive them because perhaps he knew we were such great lovers of this miserable honour and because it is a duty so difficult to be performed by us he therefore mentioned it and offered it in our behalf now observe carefully my sisters that he says as we forgive speaking of something as already done and mark this well, that when some of these things happen to a soul, and she does not rise from the prayer of perfect contemplation, of which I have spoken already, firmly resolved to forgive, and when occasion offers, does not actually forgive an injury, however great it may be, though these injuries are only trifles, she need not trust much in such prayers. For these trifles do not affect that soul, which God unites to himself in such sublime prayer, nor does she pay any more regard to being esteemed than despised. I have not spoken correctly, for honor afflicts her more than dishonor, and great delight and repose than troubles. Since God has given her his kingdom here, she now desires it not in this world, and she understands that, in order to reign more powerfully, this is the true course to pursue and she has already seen by experience the benefit that she gains, and how much a soul advances by suffering for God. For seldom does his majesty confer so great a favor, except upon such as have cheerfully endured many troubles for his sake. And as I have said elsewhere in this book, great are the afflictions of the contemplative, for our Lord selects those that have had experience therein know then sisters that those who already sufficiently understand what all things are should not stay long upon any transitory object if some grievous cross or injury should trouble them upon the first assault yet they scarcely feel it thoroughly when reason on the other hand comes to their assistance and seems to erect a standard for them and leaves this trouble defeated as it were by the joy which the soul takes in seeing how god has presented her with an opportunity whereby she gains before His Majesty, in one day, more graces and lasting favors, than she could possibly gain in ten years by labor voluntarily undertaken by her. This is very common, as far as I can understand, for I have spoken with many contemplatives, who value afflictions as others esteem gold and jewels, for they have learnt that these enrich them the most. These persons are very far from esteeming themselves on any account, they delight in having their sins known, and in mentioning them, when they see others esteem them. They act in like manner with regard to their noble birth, for they know that in the kingdom which never ends, they shall gain nothing thereby. Should they delight in being of noble descent, it would only be when it might conduce more to the honor of God and his service. If it should not tend thereto, they are troubled for being taken for more than they are and without any pain, or rather with some delight, they undeceive others herein. The reason must be, because he on whom God bestows the favour of obtaining this humility and great love of God, becomes so forgetful of himself, and despises himself so much in whatever tends to his praise, that he cannot even believe that others think differently of him, nor does he consider it an injury. These effects which I have mentioned above, belong to persons who have arrived at a higher state of perfection, and to whom our Lord very commonly grants the favor of uniting them to himself by perfect contemplation. As regards the first point, v. resolving to bear injuries, however painful they may be, I say that he to whom God grants the favor of arriving at union, obtains this grace in a very short time. And if he should not obtain it, nor find he has acquired much strength after this prayer, Let him believe that this is not a favor from God, but some illusion of the devil, in order that he might esteem others to be the more excellent. It may be that when our Lord at first confers these favors, the soul has not this strength immediately. But if our Lord continue to bestow them, she will obtain this strength in a short time. And though she may not have it in other virtues, yet she has strength to forgive injuries." I cannot believe that a soul which has arrived so near to mercy itself, where she knows what she is and how many sins God has forgiven her, should not instantly and willingly forgive others and be pacified and wish well to everyone who has injured her, because she remembers the kindness and favors our Lord has shown her, whereby she has seen proofs of exceeding great love, and she is glad to have an opportunity offered to show some gratitude to her Lord. I say again, I know many persons on whom God has bestowed the favor of exalting them to a supernatural state, bestowing on them this prayer, or the contemplation mentioned above. And though I have noticed many defects and imperfections in them, yet not one have I noticed, when they were in possession of this favor. Nor shall I ever notice any, I believe, if these favors come from God, as I have said let him observe who receives great favors how these effects go on increasing in him and if he find none let him fear much and not believe that these favors come from god since he always enriches the soul to which he comes this is certain that though the favor and consolation soon pass away yet in time they are discovered by the benefits left in the soul and as our good jesus knows this very well He confidently tells his father that we forgive those who injure us. End of chapter 36